You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Matt Sharp from Running Works. Now, if you are a runner, you know that running can save lives. There are a number of running nonprofits for kids in the Charlotte area and even more running clubs and groups to get you up and out of your chair and into a healthy, active lifestyle. But one running nonprofit will inspire you beyond just a smile. It will make you want to get up and help. And that nonprofit is Running Works. This is a program designed to promote healthy lifestyles for our neighbors experiencing homelessness and poverty. It not only fosters relationships through running, but it helps connect its team members with the community resources from healthcare and jobs and housing, just to name a few. Uh, Their COO, Matt Sharp, is here with us today on the Brand Boaters podcast to bring us up to date on some new programming um, and really how they've kind of pushed through the difficult times, you know, with COVID. Everybody has a story. We're excited to learn more about this. And I know we are recording this before it will be dropped, but today is Matt Sharp's birthday. So I'm just going to say happy birthday because you're the first guest, I think, in 230 episodes that we've ever had on their actual birthday. Yeah, no doubt. I don't, I don't think we've no ever doubt. had anybody on our birthday. And we started this in 2017. So thank you for joining us on your birthday to share this story. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Wouldn't wouldn't want to be any other place than right here. Oh, what a, uh, what a man. Podcast, you know? I love this there guy. We there we go. Guy. Well, the good news is this is your gift. It's all about you. We yeah, get to share your story. There you go. I love uh, it. So, yeah, man, heading into the holidays and New Year and, and all of that, like, how are things going for Running Works? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the holidays for, for many people, whether you're in an under, underserved community or, or not, you know, the holidays can be a mixed bag for many people. For us, though, you know, we're just grateful. We go into this holiday season grateful of where we're at now. You know, just like everyone, a year and a half, two years, however long we've been in this pandemic, it's been crazy. It's thrown us so many different curveballs. Uh, you know, luckily, our team members who are our clients, we call them team members, are all still healthy. You know, we really haven't had any that have had uh, too many health issues related to the pandemic. Um, but there's still a need, you know, there's still a need, whether we are in a pandemic or not. Uh, but what the pandemic has really shown us is that those in underserved communities are just at a, a higher risk of health disparities and negative health outcomes. And so during this pandemic and the time we've taken a lot of time to reflect, just like a lot of nonprofits, small nonprofits of saying, look, are we still relevant? Are the, are the services that we provide impactful for those we serve? And so we've, we've done some shifting and changing and making sure that when we enter into 2022, we're at a better place to have a deeper and a longer standing impact for those we serve. So tell us a little bit. I want to learn. Let's kind of back up into kind of your background, uh, where you, you grew up and really how you got involved uh, into running works. You spent a long time with Johnson and Wales University and would love to hear kind of your journey, not only how you got to Charlotte, but then how you got connected into running works. Sure, sure. So I'm from Vermont originally. Uh, grew up in Vermont, loved loved it there. Uh, so went over to New Hampshire, to Southern New Hampshire University for my undergrad and grad work. And I was very involved in student affairs and student life there. And so ultimately, uh, after getting my master's, I said, look, I want to stay in higher ed. And so I came down here in 2006 to Johnson Wales and worked in the uh, student involvement and leadership department overseeing 
leadership development and student organizations, fraternity story life, events and activities. Loved it. Had an amazing experience. Loved who I worked with and what what we did there. Uh, but ultimately, after 11 years, this needed to change. You know, it's just one of those things where wanted to challenge myself and do something new. And this experience really fell into my lap. Uh, the organization, RunningWorks, had been around since 2012. And so in 2017, I was looking for something new. And uh, a good friend of mine runs a another program, uh, soccer-focused for a refugee community, street soccer, uh, 658. And, and so he connected me with our founder and executive director, Meredith Delari, and the rest is history. And here we are. And, you know, four and a half years later, I have loved my time, my experience at Running Works and, and love what we do here. That's really cool. So tell us a little bit about the organization. It's headquartered right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, it looks like it was founded in 2012. But for people that are not Hey, maybe people that are not even familiar with running, you know, probably need to get people familiar with that. But in general, just running works. Tell us about really what this grassroots organization is all about. Sure. So you're right. We, we started in 2012. Our founder and executive director, Meredith Delari, uh, was at the Urban Ministry Center then, now Roof Above here in Charlotte, and said, look, I'm running. She, she is an ultra marathoner, Ironman athlete, and she said... I'm giving my time and resources and uh, back to organizations outside of Charlotte, but I want to do something here in my local community. And she said, well, why can't I do running uh, as a way to build camaraderie, build uh, teamwork, build responsibility, build accountability. Uh, and so she connected with some, some people at their ministry center, again, now roof above. And we started a 501 or she started a 501 C3 nonprofit right then and there. And, it started out as we're going to run with those who are, are homeless or are in poverty or experiencing homelessness or poverty and just create a team, create a family and help with the needs that they have. And that has morphed and evolved into where we're at now, our own headquarters, uh, having a, a clubhouse type uh, location for our team members to come in, have a washer and dryer, uh, have computers to do work, just have a quiet space to call their own. Um, we also have, you know, the ready-made kind of care packages for them to come in and grab or, or shoes or toiletries. You know, we have those services. But one of the things that really has, has been a game changer for us last year, even during a pandemic, uh, we hired a case manager, Ed Smith. Uh, what a case manager can do for underserved communities is help really be there, their advocate, their, um, their champion. And, and that is what Ed has been for us, for our team members and for our organization. Uh, and so he is able to connect them to jobs and resources, transportation and housing, um, all, all through, through case management. And ultimately, you know, our core principles are health, community and opportunity. And that, that's who we are and that's really what we've shifted to do. And, and, and as we enter into 2022, we talk about health as wealth and the importance of our, our health and if we don't have our health, we're not able to pay bills. We're not able to get out and be active. We're not able to hold down a job. And so as we look at 2022 and our health is our wealth, uh, we're really excited for, for what's to come. We say that all the time. Like if you don't have your health, what else really matters? You know, yeah. uh, you just, you can't get it all done. There's no way. Sure. 
sure. what other new programs has Running Works uh, created throughout the pandemic? Because as you mentioned, it's it's made us all change and, and shift in different directions. Sure. So we have. Uh, I'll talk about some new programs, but also just our, our continued program. So every Tuesday, every Friday, 10 a.m., right at our headquarters, we have a walk-run program that goes for about 45 minutes. And then at, at 11 a.m., we do a life skill workshop. So that's a, a workshop on, could be goal setting, time management, vulnerability, yoga, uh, whatever it's needed at the time, health literacy. And and so that hasn't gone away. During the pandemic, we actually had to go virtual for almost a year. And so we have a Facebook Live, a private Facebook Live uh, group page that we're able to stream to those who can't be there in person. And we've continued that on as we've opened back up and people are coming back into our office. So that's our main program where if people want to get connected, whether you are a potential client, potential um, uh, participant of our program or a potential volunteer, that's the best way to get connected to us is right at there, the Tuesday, Friday program. But we also have outreach initiatives that a lot of people sometimes don't know about that. We look at health and wealth is outside of just our four walls of our uptown headquarters. We do a program every Monday and every Wednesday down in Rock Hill, South Carolina at the Palmetto school. We do a PE program for youth. Uh, we also do uh, every Friday at the dove's nest. It's a Charlotte rescue mission uh, program for women in recovery. We have a, a running walking program, just like I talked about before for women in recovery down on Fridays. And then we bring a hot meal to the relatives on ramp. So uh, youth transitioning, you know, out of foster care or, or um, in, into independent living, uh, we bring them a hot meal on Thursday. So we are having several outreach programs. I think the exciting thing as we look at 2022, which we really want to do is we want to focus even more so and go deeper in health. We know a lot of people, uh, again, with looking at the pandemic, haven't had a health screening. They don't know where they even stand. Maybe the first time they had to go to the hospital was when they found out they had COVID, right? We want to be preventative. And so we are going to be looking to partner with different health agencies to bring on uh, screenings to our headquarters, but also take our Running Works van to different locations to do health screenings, increase health literacy. A lot of people go to the doctors, get a, uh, a form that, that follows, and you have no idea what it's, what it's stating or, or what it means. We want to make sure that our team members understand what their health is, what they need to do, and how we can help then help set goals for them or help them set goals. And we walk alongside them uh, to to really achieve those goals. Tell me about you know a lot. You guys have a lot of different programs. You have some really cool events that you guys put out there, but you do have a, a unique kind of tab. Not unique, but you have a tab on your on your website that says volunteer. W- what can this community do? to support running works, not only from a financial standpoint, look, we know that, that money is great, right? Like if, if you have the means to, to donate, please do, but what are some creative ways and what are some ways that this community can support running works and what do you guys need from us? Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yes. The financial piece is huge for us, for any nonprofit, right? But um, the volunteer piece, having people help us bring more awareness to what we do and the community that we serve is, is critical. So I mentioned it before, uh, the, the easiest entry-level volunteer opportunity is coming to our program any Tuesday, any Friday, 10 a.m. You don't need to RSVP, you just show up. Go out for a walk or run with us, stay for the life skill, talk, talk to our team members, get to know them. Um, that is, that's the, the prime easiest way. The second is volunteer to race. 
we are at about 25 to 30 races a year that we don't put on ourselves. Race directors contact us. We have some great partnerships with several different amazing race companies here in Charlotte. And we bring volunteers. We bring anywhere from 20 to sometimes 120 volunteers to the races. And what that does is it does a few things. Primarily, and our main focus is for our team members to get social help, right? They're back out in the community. They're connecting with with others. Uh, They're having different experiences. They're being exposed to, to new places in the city. But they're also able to run in the races for free. So that's part of our partnership is our team members can run in the races for free. Uh, but it also gives an opportunity for, for us to b- build awareness uh, with having a, a booth. And then just giving a, getting a financial uh, contribution from those races. So people looking to volunteer can come to those races, hand out medals, be a course monitor, hand out water, hang out with our team members. It's easy. It's simple to do. Yes, there might be some early a.m. wake up calls for those 7 a.m., 630 a.m. start time races. But I will tell you, it's worth it. Our team members, those who we serve are there as well. We have 10 to 15 to 20 of our team members at every race. They're getting up early, early in the morning to come and volunteer with us. We encourage people to volunteer with with them and alongside us. Um, And then finally, projects. You know, if you have a group, uh, whatever size, and you say, look, we're, we're looking to Uh, potentially benefit an underserved community, come talk to us. Let us know what size and what you're able to do. And we can, we can form something to that benefits uh, our clients and and those who we serve. I love that. And the running community in Charlotte is great. Um, We, we had the around the crown on here. We had the Charlotte marathon on here and that's only two of plenty of races that are out there. Um, so that's really, really cool. What I want to know is, is with running works with, with the nonprofit side of things and kind of taking like, I don't want to say a sport, but really just kind of like a, a healthy exercise It is a sport. I ran cross country in high school. I'm not mm-hmm. hating on it. I know there, it, it can be a sport, <laughs> but for most people running is a way to, to get healthy. Do you guys also kind of educate people through, you know, what running can do for you from just a personal standpoint while also being able to give back? Cause it's kind of like two for one, right? It's not like, Hey, let's get healthy, but you can get healthy and support your community from a way of supporting a nonprofit. It's kind of like the, the, the best of two worlds together. 100%. You know, we, we look at running. You actually right there. There are so many different sports uh, that can provide what we're trying to provide, which is an outlet for health and mental wellness. Right. I think many people could agree with this is sometimes it's hard to get up in a morning and go for a run or a walk. Um, but the endorphins that start flowing, the, the positive uh, nature of what happens when you get out there uh, on a health perspective, but more importantly too, on a mental health perspective, you know, our clients, our team members, they're going through all different scenarios. You know, everyone has their own history, their own trauma, their own past, um, and if we can, for 45 minutes on a walk or run, take someone out, take someone out of that for, for a few minutes and just have in conversation, um, providing dignity and respect with those who are around us, um, it's phenomenal. And, and so the sport of running for us is, is a game changer. It does provide teamwork, accountability, um, responsibility. And, and so we, we love that we can provide those core values to our team members through running. And I think anyone, whether you are experiencing homelessness or poverty or in an underserved community or not, you can get the same benefits from that. And we see that. And so we just encourage 
uh, anyone to come and join us and participate with us. That's really so awesome. Cool. So what what is the future for for running works um and 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 I want to know this like you guys are are founded here is this something that is spreading into different cities is that on the horizon tell us what the vision is of running works where do you see this organization in 3 to 5 years Sure so ultimately our our vision is to provide a community for people to be their healthiest selves right and, and that could be anywhere We've had a lot of conversations about our growth, about where we want to be. And at the end of the day, we want to be here in the Carolinas. You know, like I said, we have some outreach programs, uh, both here in Charlotte, but also in South Carolina. But we know there's a need here in Charlotte. There's a huge need. And we want to make an even greater impact here in Charlotte in the surrounding community. Uh, and so we don't have any current plans to, to expand because of the work that still needs to be done here. And, and so we look at that as, as being our primary goal is to, um, is to serve those in the Charlotte or greater Charlotte region um, and, and focus on that. How does your fundraising look for the upcoming year? And, and what can we do to, to help and, yeah. and share what you have coming up? Write a check. Yeah. yeah, well, we know yeah, that. Right. We know that, but but there's yeah. the, there's ways to go about it, right? And and yeah. I think all nonprofits have suffered and had to really really change the way they were doing it. It it it, it helps when people can gather and be together and have that energy. Do an auction, like you know, there's yeah. momentum there. So you know, with things the way they are, and and hopefully they'll continue to improve from here. But just curious as yeah. to what that looks like for you all. Sure. So we. Like a lot of nonprofits, uh, individual giving, corporate sponsorships, foundation grants, and events and activities. Those are really the four main ways that we receive revenue. Uh, In 2020, we had to do our big gala virtually. Um, And like a lot of nonprofits too, it it was successful, but wasn't as successful as we wanted, right? Being in person is a completely different, different story. For sure. We weren't able to do a big gala this year in 2021. And so that hurt us. Um, we've been able to make that up in other ways, but as we look at next year and, and for anyone listening, corporate sponsorships, and, and I would say even go a step further, corporate partnerships, you know, we know that slapping a logo onto a hat or, or a shirt is great, but a true partnership is what we're looking for in organizations that believe in what we do and that we believe in what the, the organization does and how can we form a partnership uh, to allow opportunities for staff and employees of those organizations to really own what we do here and, and own our mission. And so that's a piece of it is, it, you know, corporate partnerships and sponsorships, um, events and activities. Our main, one of our biggest events that we do is our 12 hour run to end homelessness. That is the first Wednesday of every year. And this year coming up, it's, um, and of course I don't have it right in front of me, uh, but the first Wednesday of June, we do a 12 hour run. So from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., we're out running. And the good thing with the pandemic and what we've been able to shift to is it's gone virtual. So we're gonna do something live in person again this year, uh, but we also have it virtually. So if you're in Montana, if you're in you know Europe, you can participate. And that will be just going out and running. That can be uh, donating through that event. And so we have little one-off events as well. Uh, so I would say corporate sponsorships, look to our website to find different opportunities, different events that we do. Um, 
individual giving, you know, is always great. Uh, but we're really hoping as we look at 2022, we can get back to a little bit of normalcy in our rhythms of giving um, because a lot of people had to pull back and we understand that. Um, but I think that's why we've had to make some shifts and changes is to make sure we're sustainable. And ultimately that's what we want is we want to be sustainable so that we can continue to provide uh, great services and an impact to those that we serve. Awesome. Yeah, I love it, man. This is fantastic. And I, and hopefully, you know, our listeners will get involved. I know there's a lot of people that, that listen to this that are runners. So if they have not heard of Running Works, I hope they do check that out. Matt, what is the best way for somebody to get in contact with you if they want to learn how to volunteer? I know you said they can just show up, but what if a, uh, if a, if a marketing team wants to get in touch with you on how they can support you from a sponsorship standpoint, or if just an individual wants to reach out, get their family involved, what's the best way to get in contact with you or with the team at Running Works? Sure. So I, I think that the number one way is to go to our website. We've been updating that recently. So all the information that we have on the website, whether it's volunteering, donating, about who we are is there. Uh, they can contact us through that avenue. But I would say, feel free to contact me directly. Uh, my email address is matt, M-A-T-T, sharp, S-H-A-R-P, at runningworks.org. Email me directly. Uh, you know, we, I can get you to who needs to be uh, talked to or, or, you know, I'll obviously respond myself. And so I would say, website, email me, check us out on social media, uh, Facebook, and Instagram are two of our, our biggest pieces. That's where we keep people updated on what we're doing and what's happening. And so, um, yeah, we'd love for people to get connected with us and, and excited for anyone who is interested in uh, supporting the mission of Running Works. I love it. Thank you so much. When we started this podcast back in 2017, we we didn't know how many nonprofits or, or or partnerships we'd be able to really establish. But it's phenomenal to see not only the amount of 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 charities and nonprofits that you can support in Charlotte, but my challenge to you is just find one. If it's running works, reach out to them. If you love running and you haven't found a group that you're connected to now, maybe Matt and his team are the group for you. And and I just challenge every family out there, like. Find what, you know, gets you excited and go volunteer and, and take some of the, the money that you make and donate. Like that's what makes this community amazing. And it's like people like Matt and the group at Running Works. And we're so appreciative of you coming on and, uh, and joining us and sharing your story. Yeah, so glad to be on. I really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to uh, to hearing some responses of your listeners and excited to to um, have more people volunteer and whether that's us to your point as well, or anyone else, you know, we have some amazing nonprofits here in Charlotte. We're all about collaboration, not competition. And so if your passion is running or if it's something else, do it. We love, uh, love you for it. Absolutely. Well, Matt, thank you so much. Like we always say, if you are listening, please like, share, comment, go check out Running Works. Um, I didn't even mention it in this podcast, so Scott's probably so proud, but he has like six soccer scars behind him. So he is a soccer guy. He's excited for Charlotte FC. I'm a season ticket holder. I can't wait uh, to experience that with you as well. And uh, who knows, maybe that's another opportunity that we can share the story of Running Works while we're tailgating for a Charlotte FC yeah. game. Because soccer has a lot of running in it. So I, uh, I, I'll be there. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.